I'm here. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. How is everyone doing today? I say once again, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, episode 24. How are you doing, Tank? Doing great, man. Can't complain. Life is good. Um, that's it. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Uh, uh, the Mets are fucking rolling right now. We'll get into that a little bit later, but... Uh, Nice. You know, a little, little green, a little drink, and uh, some conversation to get to. So, let's do it, man. Yeah. All so, right. uh, yeah. So we're playing again. Uh, for those watching, we're playing Fortnite. I'm readying up right now. We're about to get. Uh, if you haven't seen this before, you haven't heard it, 24 times. Um, we're we're gonna jump into this game, and basically, we're a team of two. There's 100 people on the map. We got to jump down and be the last people surviving. And we've been playing good lately. So I think tonight we're going to get that win. Um, yeah. little, little difficult when we're talking, but uh, I can feel it, man. I think it's going to happen tonight. So That's we're going to work on that while we're talking. So um, one thing I'm pretty excited about coming up this weekend, I'm leaving Thursday night. I'm going on a backpacking trip. Um, we, I go – well, I, we skipped last year, but there's a group of friends I have out here in uh, California. We go to this place called the California Lost Coast and uh, four other people, so a total of five of us, and they all like to surf. So they bring their surfboards. I just bring myself – I just like silence. I just bring my hammock, and I just sit in the hammock the whole time, and that's it. Sit in the hammock, drink water, eat food. I'm bringing some whiskey to have by the fire. I'll be a happy person. So I'll talk more about that next week. But um, we're going to get right into one of the topics. Um, it's been pretty, you know, it's been out there on the news. You know, a lot of people are talking about it. But it's, we're talking about what Connor, the notorious one, Gregor, did last week. I mean, this guy, um, you know. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. He's. He's out of control, man. You know, he's just, yeah, he's, he he's crazy. He's, you know, you got a guy who's, he's not even 30 yet, right? And he rose no. to the top quick, quick, like super quick. And, you know, he wound up winning two belts in simultaneously in two divisions in the UFC, the 145-pound belt, 155-pound belt. Then, you know, he went and boxed Floyd Mayweather a year ago. So this, this guy's just, you know, I think he made something like a hundred million dollars for the Mayweather fight. So he's, he's rolling to the money and uh, apparently his ego is a little out of control. So we'll get into what happened. I'll explain what happened. And then I'll talk about like, um, you know, the explanation and what effect it had on the card last week. So I think it was UFC 223. Um, on, on this card, you had, um, there's quite a, um, the, the main event was Khabib Nurmagomedov. He was gonna, supposed to fight Tony Ferguson. Rose Namajunas is fighting uh, Joanna Young Jacek uh, for the title. Rose, is, Rose just beat Joanna, so it's a rematch for the title. Um, so you got those two main event cards, and there's a couple other. There's you know there's other fights underneath it, but um, so Connor, you know Connor has a training partner um, named Artem Lobov, and he was supposed to fight on the card too. So what happened was. Uh, Connor just went to I went went from Ireland on a private jet to New York. They landed. They had their media crew 
come in and open. They were inside the building where the venue was, where everybody was at. And uh, this was just a few days before the fight. So, you know, you, you got all the fighters cutting weight, um, you know, doing interviews, doing whatever media obligations they have at the last minute. Um, so they're, they're all like being transported in a bus. Well, there was a little bit of beef between uh, Connor's teammate, Artem Lobov, and Khabib Nurmagomedov. I, I think Artem said something like, you know. He ran into him uh, and was like, like, where's your boy or whatever now or some shit well, like that. Well, yeah, but but before that, Artem said something like he he said he was that Khabib was a coward, something of that nature. So Khabib ran into him, and he was by himself, and they were kind of like I don't know. I heard he was smacking him around a little bit in the back of the head, whatever. Um, so you know, Artem calls his boy Connor. Connor's like, "Fuck that, we're showing up." Comes in, gets into the building, and they start fucking attacking the bus, man. They start throwing chairs metal railings all kinds of shit and then uh i watched the video i watched a few of the videos connor picked up um a, a like it's like a steel hand truck i think somebody's in here we gotta go um a steel hand truck and fucking threw it went right through the window of the bus okay i mean like boom right inside it hit a fighter in the head um and the, one of the fighters his name was michael chiesa i think he was he was supposed to fight, I believe it was Anthony Pettis. Um, and so he got, he got hit with glass. He got a cut. So they had to pull, they had to pull him from the fight, right? Yeah. So that fight's canceled. Then another fighter, Ray Borg, he got cut also so by the glass. So he was supposed to fight. I don't remember who he was supposed to fight, but that fight got canceled. And then Connor's boy, Artem, was supposed to fight Alex Caceres. That fight got canceled because Dana White's like, oh, you're involved in this? You ain't fighting. Fuck you. Pulled him off the card. So immediately, like, because of a 20-minute interaction, I mean, the whole thing probably lasted, no, couldn't be more than 20 minutes. Three fights are canceled on the card. Yeah. Just boom, right off the rip. And it's just like, damn, Connor, what the fuck? I know you got issues, but... You got beef with them, but you, you can't do that, man. You just, you don't, you can't do that. You got, you can't just think about shit like that. You know, it's Rose was talking. She almost wanted to pull out of the fight because she felt fucking, you know, shooken up. Like, I guess she grew up in like a bad neighborhood area. Kind of brought back old memories. I, I understand that, but she still wanted fighting. Um, and winning. And winning. And again, winning. Retaining yeah. her belt. Yeah. So it's like. Damn, man. But that, that whole card was cursed, man. That Connor thing was crazy. But so Khabib originally was supposed to fight a guy named Tony Ferguson. Now, right. this is the fourth time they tried to put this fight on. And uh, people got injured before. I think, I think um, you know, Khabib failed to make weight. He had a weight cutting issue. He had to get rushed to the hospital. Um, so four times already. Uh, this was the fourth time they tried to put it on, and it, it hasn't happened. The that fight is cursed. Um, but so they had Max Holloway that stepped up, and Max Holloway is the current pound champ. They they called him up, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll fight out. Khabib." Well, uh, I'm full already. I'm full on that already. Okay. Um, but uh, so he was supposed to fight. Then he couldn't make weight. The the doctors claimed he was uh, medically unfit to fight, you know, then they're calling Eddie Alvarez. 
he couldn't fight because he was 190 pounds. He couldn't cut the 155 in like six days. Then uh, they were going to give Anthony Pettis the fight because he was supposed to fight Michael Chiesa. Michael Chiesa couldn't fight because he got cut because of Connor. Then he was like, no, you're not paying me enough money. So they wound up giving the fight to a guy named Ali Iaquinta, um, and he wound up losing. But that whole fight card just fucking fell apart, and and uh, mainly because of Connor. Yeah, man, that's just that's fucked up. And I, I think he had a t- he turned himself into the the police, and he was on like fifty thousand dollar bail, which for him ain't shit. Yeah, you know, nothing. he probably paid that off immediately. But goddamn, man, what an asshole! I love Connor. I'm a huge Connor fan. He's one of the fighters I just like. I'm always super excited to watch. But that was a dick move. Oh, absolutely. That was that was a total that was yeah, a total he... dick move. There's another chest up there. Um, that was a total dick move, and you know it disrupted an event for sure. But someone had like a like an opinion on that. They were talking about how because Mayweather like a day. Oh, we gotta go a day after um, was talking about uh-huh. how that he wants to fight in the UFC. So um, all this type of, like, stuff just kind of gets the, the pot going and brewing again, you know what I mean? But um, absolutely, um, you know, when you win a hundred, when you ha- win or gain $100 million, you're a completely different person in the spotlight. And some of the antics that he used to do before, he used to get away with and not get slammed for, he's now going to start getting slammed for. And so he has to be careful um, when he does these types of things because it affects everything. If it, it, it it reflects like starting to get deals where he's doing like Burger King commercials and all this type of shit. You keep doing that type of stuff. They will fucking cut you Ask Tiger Woods, ask fucking Mike Tyson, ask those types of people over the years that have done things that, you know, the general public feels isn't, you know, uh, healthy enough to represent their fucking Burger King uh, or their, or their fucking shaving or their golf ball material. But you know, to me, why are you why are you having this guy represent your fucking brand anyway? Because he's the top yeah. of the line athlete, not because he's the top of the line fucking person. Can shot, can shot. Yeah, on top of the hill to the right, yeah, up there. Yeah, it's, it was kind of bullshit. And you know, he um, he's gonna get sued, man. He's gonna get sued by those fighters because those fighters aren't getting paid. And if the you know, if you're not fighting, you're not getting paid. That's just the way it is. Right. So. You know, it's like, it's like um, either the UFC is going to pay these fighters and the UFC is going to sue Connor or Connor is going to get sued by the fighters directly. So who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, he fucked up, man. Damn, I'm dropped. Big t- Damn, yeah, we got sucks. fucked up. Yeah, he, it, he's, it's that talk. Damn it. It's Connor's fault. Yeah, because we're talking Connor, about him, that asshole. Us, but, you know, yeah, it, it just sucks that, um, you know, he wound up costing them. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't feel bad for the UFC. They don't fucking pay their fighters anyways enough. Um, but, yeah, other than that, man, what's going on? I know you got that backpack trip coming up soon, too, uh, if you want to tell people about that. Yeah, I touched on it a little bit. But um, what, we're, what we do is uh, we, go, we go to the California Lost Coast. And our buddies, um, they surf. I don't surf. So what we do is we uh, – I normally get a rental car. I get a good deal because of my job. Um, I'll drive into San Francisco to pick them up. And then we drive. It's about four hours north of San Francisco we drive. So, we're, you know, we're, we normally leave around five, six at night. And then we get there at the trailhead about 10 o'clock. So uh, we, we always go to this little gas station. We grab a beer. 
Um, and then we sit down at the beach, set up our tents and, uh, you know, we, we just sit there, talk, kind of plan out. Um, we got to be careful because there's a certain portion that you can only cross during uh, low tide. So we kind of have to, you know, time out the, the tide schedule with our hike um, to make sure we don't get stuck because you can get stuck. And uh, that ain't, you don't want to drown. <laughs> no. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we do that. And the, the whole hike is on the beach. It's, uh, it's a nine-mile hike each way. So um, we start – at uh, the Black Sands Beach, it's like by Shelter Cove, and we hike north, and just that's it, man. We cross like there's like three or four freshwater uh, little streams and rivers that come out, so we can replenish our water. We don't really even have to carry a bunch of water, which saves weight. Because um, when you're hiking like nine miles, and you're doing like my my first two hikes, my pack was like fifty pounds, and you know fifty pounds, like for for someone that lifts weights, like it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're hiking over nine miles, it's a lot. And then um, what I've heard from other people is when you actually hike in the sand, which a lot of this hike is it's sand, gravel and rocks. It's almost like you're doing double miles. So really it's kind of like 36 miles round trip Right. when it's, you know, it's really like 18, but um, it's awesome, man. We get out there. It's you're in the middle of nowhere. You got no service. You know, everyone brings their own food. There are black bear out there, so we have to bring a bear canister to keep our food there, so they can't get into it. Um, we haven't had any problems with bear. We did see some bear tracks as we were up there um, a few other times, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And for me, I like it's it's a real reset for my mind and my brain. Like just to, I have a really hectic job and. It's, it's nonstop. So it's just to get away and unplug is like priceless, you know, just, yeah, man, you I, can't I, beat I, that. I always go, I always go out there and I always come back with like a new perspective on life or with something I want to do. Cause it gives you know, most of the time. I mean, you know, you, you don't get time to sit there and think, right. right. I mean, I, I don't. So, so when I do, it's kind of like, it's really precious for me, man, to go out and do this. It's really important for me. It's something I, I kind of like fell in love with um, going backpack and I just love it. I, I wish I could do it more often. Um, yeah, but, that's uh, awesome, man. Hopefully you'll uh, have some, next, some cool stories next week for us, you know. Hell yeah. Next year, you got to come out for that, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try. I'm going to try to make it out there. I know I'm going to bring – I want to bring Danny with me too because he's been talking about it. Um, I think that that would be cool if we can if we can get out there and, uh, and do that. Yeah. That would be real fun. But speaking of, you know, changing your mind and – you know, precious time and everything. Uh, there's a study out that we saw. You sent me this article where um, it says marijuana fights Alzheimer's. Do, um, do you want to touch on that a little bit? Or Yeah, so it's actually, the, the article is actually, I saw it, I read it, and it's actually a couple years old. Somebody that I know posted on Facebook, and that's how I found out about it. But I found it pretty interesting. Um, there's, there's an active compound in marijuana called, tetrahydrocannabinol, which everybody knows is THC, right? That's just what it is. Um, it's been found to promote uh, the removal of toxic clumps of amyloid beta protein in the brain, which they, they think is uh, what kickstarts the progression of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty interesting that, um, th that, I mean, this thing, marijuana is like, you know, I don't think everybody should do it, but there are a lot of applications 
that are starting to come out now, this stuff, you know, it's, it's no secret that it's medically, um, you know, legal and now recreational legal in a lot of States. So it's, it's really interesting that, you know, they're, they're starting to find this stuff out. I mean, that would be great. I mean, if that, if that could prevent or help cure Alzheimer's because, you know, I don't think there's anything worse than like a loved one that can't remember you. Right. right. I mean, that would just be fucking devastating. Like, you know, you, you know, all, all the, all the ladies out there, I know saw that movie, the notebook, you know, and, uh, that, that guy stayed with her through, through everything. And she couldn't even remember him. There was brief moments where she looked at him and remembered him, but damn, man, that's fucking heartbreaking, man. So, uh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Further studies. I wonder where it's at now. Cause this article was out in June of 2016. Um, but I wonder where it's at now, man. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, inflammation. I think um, I've read and heard on podcasts that a lot of these diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and a lot of it has to do with inflammation. And, uh, you know, now a lot of a lot of sports, a lot of athletes are using uh, CBD and marijuana for, um, you know, it's anti-inflammatory properties. Right. So. I wonder, I wonder also if, if CBD has an effect on it. So I, we'll have to look into that, too, and see if that well, is... Well, no, man. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's something that's been documented over and over. And for some reason, like, I, the general public either just doesn't have the time because, you know, everyone's constantly, like, on a rat, like a, like a rat wheel, like, just going back and forth all day, working tons of hours, and then you got a family. It's, like, really hard to protest, like, certain things and really get into it. And, but this information has been out for quite a bit of time right now about the benefits of marijuana, not only for its medicinal use, but just as social tool as well to be able to loosen people up that way. And also the physical and mental benefits that it gives people. And these are like legit documents that you can go online and check out, just type in like marijuana and, and its uses like um, peer study reviews, you know, um, and you could see the benefits, even like last week, we were talking about that article with CBD and how they were breaking bo like small bones inside of rats. And then they gave CBD to some, they gave marijuana and CBD to some, and then they gave none uh, to a bunch of different rats. And the ones who were given CBD, the bones grew back faster and actually stronger. Um, it's, it's just not even debatable now. And so when you hear people like Jeff Sessions you know, kind of just squawking this old tune that we used to hear a long time ago before science and the internet was prevalent. And I just shake my head and I'm like, no one says anything. Like everybody talks about Trump, right? Obviously, granted, because he's the president. But this guy's been squawking for a minute now, talking just a bunch of mumbo jumbo nonsense, dude, that just is so yeah. old school. And it just, just takes a little bit of knowledge. And like you said, everyone shouldn't be smoking. Um, just like everyone shouldn't be drinking. Some people just don't handle it very well, like anything. In general, oh, absolutely. To, and the way some people act, I fucking believe that some people shouldn't eat. That's how bad they fucking act. <laughs> but, uh, but at the, yeah. you know, the fact is that it could be used for a lot of different ways also other than just getting high. And Oh, absolutely. That, and that's been proven as well. And that needs to be taken into an account, into account because, we, you know, we keep going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we're not getting anywhere. And, yeah, some states have, you know, made some monumental change. But th there needs to be more done. And it, there needs to be a push. <laughs> it needs to be a legit well, push I, behind I, it. 
I think there's a push, man. You know, because if there wasn't a push, you wouldn't see it being legalized. And what's funny, though, is, you know, marijuana is like, it's kind of known for its like short term memory. Like, you know, a lot of people smoke and they're like, oh, shit, I don't remember what the fuck I was talking about. Right. Then it's like, but it's interesting that it helps something like Alzheimer's, which, which like destroys your memory, right? It's really right. fucking interesting, man. It's just, it's such a like, you know, maybe your complex... brain needs that lapse. There's so much information going through your brain. Maybe when you smoke and you have that, those kind of fuck ups like that, maybe your brain's just kind of washing itself. You know, it's just kind of like just resetting, just like, you know, and you just, yeah, maybe he's on the way. Uh, Deborah maybe. says, uh, Hey guys, happy birthday. Oh yeah. That's right. My birthday was, Oh, the birthday boy. I think it was yesterday. I just turned to uh 33. Honestly, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, uh, everyone, t- I remember one guy I worked with, right. When I was, I was must've been like 23 or 22 years old and he was like 27 and I was like, oh, old and shit and i used to fuck with him all the time that's when he was 27 and now i'm 33 i was just thinking about that the other day but no i feel good um everything is still here i feel like i'm in the best shape of my life as oh uh, there we go as one patrick seidel (laughs) would say and he's um, always in the best shape of his life he's always in the best shape of his life so thank you everybody for the happy birthday wishes um but yeah man i'm just like super 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 excited for also for the podcast you know, there's these new tools that just keep come out every year. What we're talking about with you guys, we're on Google Music now. Uh, we're on iTunes now. So if you don't have an iPhone, you can go on your Google Music, type in Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, and you'll be able to listen to us. Um, I usually post uh, what we're talking about right now the next day, and it's uninterrupted, unlike YouTube. If you're on the YouTube app, you know, unless you have YouTube Red, like when you want to go surf the Internet, we wind up cutting out to so you come in and out. Uh, which we're going to try to work on that eventually and see what we have to do. Um, so it, you guys can listen to us in the background, even on YouTube, because I think that would be just a great option for everybody. But yeah, and then we have like the transcribed videos that uh, Anchor app does now. So then we could post little snippets and let you guys know what we're, what we got stewed up and queued up um, on the lines here. Um, but oh yeah, one other thing I want to talk about too, since we're here, I don't know if anybody heard this story, but there was this Russian lady that was going in for a procedure to have some cysts removed and she wind up getting injected with embalming fluid or at least a solution that had um, embalming Forma- uh, yeah, formaldehyde. formaldehyde. Yeah. Formaldehyde in it, um, which is absolutely disgusting um, that this, she wind up going into a coma having like organ failure and shit. Like me and me and tank were talking about it. Like, damn dude, like, that's fucked up right there. I mean, just suffering for 14 hours, your, your insides, your insides just fucking bubbling and acidic and your fucking, you know, your brain and your body shuts down because you're in so much pain. Dude, that's fucking yeah, crazy. Yeah, man. Dude. It's always it's Russia too, isn't it? Like, geez, man, what are they fucking, they out there with sticks and rocks and shit? With, there's always some I don't weird know, man. fucking thing going on with them. When it comes down to stuff with fucking chemicals, they're always they're always killing people on park benches and shit and old Russian spies. Oh yeah, I heard I heard that that I heard that uh, daughter that got poisoned got released from the hospital the other day. Yeah, recently. Yeah, but yeah, man, that that stuff uh, that they got injected with was called. uh, Here's that assault rifle with a scope. Oh, Uh, it's called uh, formalene, and um, what I read was that it, it contains formaldehyde. And what it what formalin is used for is there's a lot of side effects, but it can be used for hemorrhaging and um, for uh, 
denaturing of tumor cells, I believe, whatever the hell that is. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what the fuck that is. But uh, damn, that's that's a big fucking mistake. Yeah, how, that's how a do big you no no? Like, cause I know, like, you know, at hospitals I've been into where they're they're giving you stuff. You know, they're they've got bags with barcodes on it, and it's it's like prescribed to the patient, and it's like they have to bring it in and check the wristband on the patient. They have to scan the bag on the computer in the patient's room to make sure that it was prescribed. You know, there's a lot of different levels of of uh, you know, stopping a mistake from happening. But, you know, like you said, they probably had the fucking formalin next to the fucking Diet Coke in the operating room or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you never know what those Russians do. It seems like when it comes down to Crazy. chemicals, there's always something fucking poisoned. I don't know what that did. I couldn't even imagine fucking sitting there. And, and, my, and then, you know what they said to the mom? They were like, what's going on? They were like, just go home. What do you mean just go home? Like my daughter like went in there to go get a, like a procedure that's done like, you know, not fairly often and comes out in a fucking coma. And now you're telling me to go home, bitch, bitch, you got it. But it's also Russia. And then, you know, you, you cause a big stink and then you wind up in the fucking river too. Uh, which is, <laughs> yeah. like, you have to be kind of grateful. Like America has a lot of hiccups, like many other places in this world. And when it comes down to like speaking your mind, certain things like that, go ahead and speak your mind in some other place and see what it gets you. Remember when uh, Vladimir, I think it was Vladimir Putin that put like a band in jail for like two years just for having protest music against him. Like, and he just declares himself president whenever he wants to, too. He's just like, oh yeah, I'm running for president. And now the person that's running against me, eh, he's just going to get arrested for some fucking charge. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, yep. it's great. Like, I don't even want to talk about him all that much. Like, you know, just because I'm afraid some KBG, KGB guy might come to my doorstep, slip some poison under my fingernail or something while I'm sleeping all slick. Like, you bite, <laughs> you bite your fingernail. And next thing you know, I'm doing a podcast alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, late night cypher with Tank and... All right, I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna tell you guys now. <laughs> For, <laughs> that shit's ridiculous, dude. Hey, uh, sports update by the way. I don't know if anybody could tell me because um, we're live and I'm playing this game. But the Mets, if you watch baseball out there, the New York Mets are fucking rolling. Uh, after going to the World Series in 2015, they had a lot of injuries um, in in 2016 and 2017. We're able to make the playoffs in 2016. As a wild card, though, wind up losing to uh, Madison Bumgarner, who's just a fucking all-time great pitcher, especially in uh, playoff situations like that. And uh, last year, they were ravaged with injuries. But this year, they're healthy. Had a couple new guys. The rotation's healthy, finally. And the Mets starting off 9-1, and 8-1. and one. Um, they, they were up 8-6 when I had to turn the TV in the ninth. Um, so James Smith said seven in a row. So that means they must have won. Uh, this is awesome. It's the best start they've had in their franchise history. If they stay healthy, they're going to be a team uh, to look for everyone with their big addition with Stanton. And, you know, you have Judge coming back and then you have Didi and all these guys in it. But let me tell you something. Watch out for the New York Mets, baby. They're inspired. They got a new coach. He's a pitching guy. It seems like they're really responding to what he's doing. Um, Watch out because the New York Mets are coming, baby, and you're going to be hearing about it on this podcast. I mean, you they're coming Mets for you. Fan. They're coming <laughs> for you. They're coming for you. And hopefully, I, I live in New York City. I'll sell my left testicle to get to a World Series game. So we'll see what happens. Ooh. Um, Deborah, ooh, baby, ooh. Uh, Deborah says um, Google Music Live. Though I'm not sure if it 
Google Music is live. If it is, if someone happens to figure that out too, let us know because you know we'll record on Google Live so you guys can hear us through there as well. But um, to your right, you're getting shot. Uh, yeah, I see that. Getting shot too. Um, right. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's live or not, but absolutely, um, we are on Google Music. So like on the pod- podcast section, you just go on there and click in. Uh, if we cut out a little bit. Uh, not our fault here. We're in a little shootout for the people that are listening on Anchor Woo! right now. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. Um, you can't really see what we're doing, but what you can do if you're listening on Anchor is on our main page. I hit him twice. Uh, on our main page, uh, you can look at the link that's right under our name, and that'll take you right to the YouTube page. Um, he dropped me. He's he's weak, though. So I'm dying out here, and just so you guys know, he got me. We are done. Ah, oh, seven, seven's not. They got move. us. Seventeen, seven, and now we got to move up, man, and creep our way on in there. Um, how is everyone else doing today? We haven't had much uh, feedback. We haven't asked our people that listen. How are you guys feeling um, out there, Deborah, James? I know Justin listens. Uh, we got a couple people that listen. Uh, Mike, Mike might check in a little bit later. See how you guys are doing. Let us know how you are. Are you are doing and, and listen, I got to tell you this. I saw this the other day. If you play video games, the whole fucking game is about to flip. OK, um, there's a football league, a real football league that's going to be in a production studio. The same production team that owns the UFC thing is called IMG Productions. They, yeah. they are having a 50 a yard football field set up with lights and everything like a movie theater like i mean like a like a set like a movie set but the fa- the the people that play the video like video games like it's going to be similar to that where you so you sign on Twitch and the team's going to be in the huddle and you can call the play for the team it will get relayed to the coaching staff the coaching staff will then relay it to the team and the team will will get that play so it'll be just like Madden if you play if anyone's ever played Madden three or four plays pop up you choose a play and then you go out and execute the play. It's going to be the same exact thing. Not only that, but the the fans or the the game players, they're going to be able to choose coaches, players, executives. This is going to be like revolutionary if they do it right. If not, it's just going to be a failure that's going to kind of just fall off because it's really experimental. But if it works in just the slightest and they do a good job with it, which I'm sure you're going to probably hear about it with UFC too because they're going to use they're going to ride the oh, coattails. They're going to market it heavy. They're going to probably market it during a UFC event. Yeah, they're going to ride the coattails heavy. And let me tell you something, that's fucking awesome. So everyone will just sign up on Twitch and then you'll pick the play. And so if like 65% of the people pick a run to the right, a pitch, then they're going to go out and run the pitch. And I think that's fucking awesome. That's cool. Even if they did a team of people where it wasn't every fan who made the decisions as far as the players are concerned – even if they did like a team of fans or people that sign up and they, they pick them randomly or whatever, that is going to yeah. be awesome. And it's going to be in a studio. So, you know, the filming is going to be awesome. You know, cause it's going to, you be know, you're going to have those, study. uh, you're going to have those assholes that pick, uh, the bad plays on purpose. Like, yo, create three accounts, dude, Just vote for the other team. <laughs> no, I know how they're going to do it. You're, they're, it's going to be a thing where like, you'll have to sign up for Twitch and then like sign up with a particular team uh, that like mm-hmm. is connected and then like so you have to send in your email and all that kind of stuff and they'll, they'll find ways to curb that I'm pretty sure maybe by even just cutting accounts if you're just trying to sabotage it but you know majority rules and I think most of the time people want to see if they're smart 
You know what I mean? When you play video games, people want to see, like, if they're smart, like, if they can beat another person. So they probably will pick a play and then hope, like, oh, I picked that play and now it's being run. I told you that would right. work in that situation. So I think you'll see more of that. And the Twitch community is kind of um, really connected like that. I would, don't even be surprised if they charge you, too. So, like, because a lot of the Twitch pages is, like, $5 a month or whatever. So they could do uh-huh. something where it's, like, $10 a month. And as a subscriber to that, you could be part of the team. You see what I'm saying? That's how you yeah. eliminate people. Because if you have to pay money for something, you're really not going to want to be fucking around, especially if you're paying for it, you know, on a monthly subscription. But I'm pretty True. sure they'll do something like that where it'll be, like, 5 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. And then those types of people can come on and, and do it, you know, and that way you eliminate a lot of, a lot of the people just ruining plays for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be messed up. Yeah. They, no one's going to pay money to screw up somebody else's thing on purpose. So yeah, that, that is a good way to weed that out. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's kind of interesting though, man. You know, that's like, that people are going to get really invested in that and they're going to be like, you know, it it might even lead to the next topic we're talking about. People are going to get addicted to it, man. They're oh, gonna, they're gonna, their their girlfriends are gonna be mad because they're gonna get taken away. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and, and listen, man, and even to stay with that, like for a little bit, like imagine like watching a movie and let's say Edward Norton or fucking Christian Bale's in the movie, and you pay like a fee of like whatever it is, and they throw scenarios up and they act those scenarios out in front of you so you could see it and then like they'll they stitch the movie together based on the choices of the fans or the people like paying and then and then they release the movie and so like you're a contributor to the movie people get off on that shit or a tv show you know what i mean where they put like it wouldn't be like how standard tv is but it would be something different like something cool where like you could direct people in a sense you know, from your living room by making certain choices, just like a video game. Like, you know, if you're walking down a hallway, they give you two choices. You can go left or right, but you're really doing it and it's coming to life. And I think that's kind of like awesome. That's kind of like those. um, I don't know if you've read those as a kid, those goosebump books that pick your own ending. Like on the, you read the page on the bottom of the page. It's like this crocodile's chasing you. Uh, Turn to page 57. If you choose to run down the sewer Turn to page sixty-eight if you want to jump over the fence, and then like the whole story just changes, and then um, that that's pretty cool, man. That yeah. is, it's like it, it's like it's it's kind of like a video, like like a well, it is a video game, but it, like the movie thing, it would be like you know an interactive, or an interactive thing. Do, I wonder if they do they do stuff like that already, like on on a DVD, because I know they have those interactive DVDs. I think on is the there- DVDs they might where like you can like alternative endings and shit um yeah. but they don't do it like live like a setting like that video game or that football game is is about to do and then you know but just to do it like for a movie or for a show i think would be awesome and then they could just like i mean i'm talking about on a big scale like where like a big production right. company does it and then they would stitch that movie together at the very end and, yeah, and, then, and, then, yeah. and then release it on DVD or whatever it is or Blu-ray or fucking, you know, uh, online. Like, however, however they want to do it. And I think that would right. be something that would be a fucking hit eventually. There's a couple more old people that probably have to croak before that happens because those are the people that stop everything, it seems, in this country. Uh, <laughs> so, like, when, yeah. once they're gone, the next generation of old people come up, I think some cool stuff could really be had. 
Uh, and I think that's one of them for sure. Because that's the thing. That's the thing with old people, man. Old people love traditions. They don't like mixing it up. And you know, a lot of people like traditions for a lot of different reasons. But sometimes you got to add a little flavor, a little spice, a little bit of something different. Like when the XFL came out, uh, the re- like Vince McMahon, who owns uh, uh, the WWF, which is now the fucking um, what is it? WWE. Yeah, which is now the yeah. WWE now. He had a football league and. Listen, it wasn't NFL fucking football, like, but it was guys that played college football, that played arena football, that played sports. Like, these weren't like some bums off the streets. These were guys actively trying out for football NFL squads, being on practice squads. So these guys were good players, and they had some like unorthodox ways of like doing things, like to get possession in the beginning of the game, you'd have to run to the fifty yard line. And the, the players were allowed to put, like, nicknames on the back of their jerseys. And people just crushed it. And, dude, a lot of the people I know that had tickets to that, like, they had a great time. Um, it was really, really fun. And, like, it, it was exciting. And they played some okay football. It's like it's not going to be NFL football. But in that right. role period between baseball and football, like, it, you, you were able to have some fun and, and, and have a good time. And then people shit on it. And then they had to cancel it. It was like, well – Instead of shitting on it and trying to compare it to everything else you've done, like just fucking enjoy it for what it is. Enjoy it for what it is, yeah. You know, and people can't do that sometimes. Like, oh, well, it's not as good as this. Well, it's not supposed to be that. So, like, why don't you compare? It's supposed to be something similar in the same genre, but it's not. They're not trying to be the NFL, and that's the difference. And so, you know, I I just think people do that with a lot of things. You know, even with music. Like, if you don't like something, you don't like it, but. People just go, oh, well, this doesn't sound as good as this band or that band. And we all do it. We're, we're all fucking guilty. So or they say, it sucks. It yeah. sucks. I can't listen to this shit. But, hey, someone's listening to it. Yeah, someone's you know? listening to it. You know what I mean? You know, so you don't have to say it's good. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and that's even like a different example. You know what I mean? Because someone could, I don't think it was a bad product. I just thought it was a different product. And I, everyone should come in with the expectations knowing it's not going to be as good as the NFL because it's not. So that's like right. that's like listening to a, a Britney Spears album and be and knowing that it's going to be an inferior product but it's good for what it is. If you came in with that mindset like, yeah, I can see why people would like this, but I just don't think it's very good. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I get that. But then there's there's a time where it's like, you know what? It, it's good pop music. That's what pop music is supposed to be. And like you know, whether you like it or not, that's kind of what it is. And then, like, the same thing with the XFL. Like, it's not NFL football, but it's still football. So if you do like, you know, football, you should be able to enjoy it and just separate the two. And just like, you know, if you like pop music, you should be able to look at it and just be like, it's not that bad. You know what I mean? But me personally, yeah. I don't really like that type of pop music. I like 80s pop music, if I'm going to listen to pop music, really. So, um but yeah, I think that's just an exciting thing that they're going to do with this fucking this game where the fans can choose the plays on the field. And I, I'm really interested to see how that's going to go because I think, like I said, it could branch into movies and shows where you know you're yeah. choosing it, and and it could even be an experience where like you pay a certain amount of money and they're filming scenes one to ten, and like a movie ticket, you pay twenty dollars, you sit down, they give you choices, and you have a clicker. And so you could just like do it right. Who knows? They could go anywhere with it. You know, that could be really interactive. And also with like virtual reality that we've spoken about on the show as well, where we think that that could be possibly big too. Um, but while we're talking about video games, I came across this ridiculous article. What's up? I was, I was going to ask, but you, you also said that they get to pick the managers too, right? 
Oh so yeah, how, they picked the manager. How would coaches. how would how would that work though? Like they get the they get to choose if a coach is fired or go to a different team. Like that's weird, man. Maybe not fired, but maybe maybe hired. Maybe like assisting coaches or something like that. They'll give people a couple different choices with resumes, and then I, that's why I'm telling you, man. I think it's going to have to be a paid thing where people pay like yeah. five or ten bucks subscription, and that way they know they're not going to just do it on purpose. Because why would you? pay for something like that like you're just a dick if you do that i just not not enough people right you know do that like if you're gonna pay a monthly subscription to something you're gonna participate you're not gonna just shit on it um but yeah, you will have yeah. those obviously they, they will be in you know part of the fucking the 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 luck the of the debbie, draw yeah the demographic the debbie da- the debbie downers of the of the you know the assholes yeah you know? they're gonna be part of it there's always those when you're doing any type of fucking uh tally or count or anything you're always gonna have people are just gonna do things just to do things but i think it's a good plan i think it can work out which brings us to another thing because the more we keep diving deeper into these video games if you're not a lot of you guys don't play video games i'm sorry to shit on you but you know we're doing a video game podcast so we, you got to talk about video games sometimes we're right in the center a lot of awesome perfect a lot of people a lot of women i shall say are getting scared boys so hold on to your lucky nuts because they're coming for your video games. There's petitions on the internet. There's Facebook pages being created. There's things going down because women are jealous of the game Fortnite that we're playing right now. So get all the gaming in now before they come and slice your balls off and shove it down your throat into a world and a life full of uneventful shit and fun. Listen to me. <laughs> Never give up your video games if you're out there listening right now. Never give them up. If you're a grown man, unless you're under the age of 18 and you're living in mama's house, never give up your video games. Our generation is different. My brother, he laughs at me when I when I play video games and I get excited and shit. Because he just he grew up in like the Nintendo era when he was like 18 and shit. When that was just starting uh-huh. to be hot. It is a different world now. It is a it is a totally we grew up with this. It was completely different. It is just as standard to me as watching a sports team that people are uh, passionate about video games are the same thing. They tell stories. It's like watching a movie. It's like reading a book. It's like playing Mm -hmm. a a board game Uh, in way harder because you're moving, you're focusing on things. You're moving your fingers. You're working as a team with people. It's a social event. It's, it's, I mean, it's refreshing. It's it's refreshing. (laughs) Me, me, Me and Tank, we play video games every Tuesday night and it keeps our friendship going over these last few years. To the point where the only reason why you're listening to us now is because the video games gave us an outlet because, you know, everyone kind of hates talking on the phone. But if you're doing if you're playing video games, you don't mind. And then all of a sudden you're playing a game and then going off on a wild tangent for 45 minutes talking about some deep shit. And you just, oh, yeah, it's a great technology. And women, listen, you want to spend more time with your with your boyfriends or significant others? Start fucking them. You know, start <laughs> because I, gar- I guarantee you, if your man is getting more sex, he's playing less video games. That's what I know for a fact. And listen, you got to you got to be respectful about it. You can't be playing video games 24 hours a day, neglecting, oh, yeah, neglecting yeah, yeah. your girlfriend or your wife. We all know that shit. Right. But if they do that, well, then that's on them and they're just a piece of shit. And then if it wasn't that, it would have been something else anyways. But don't blame video games. Don't blame, oh, shit. Don't blame There's the- somebody up here. All right jump down don't, but but also don't play hey, fortnite it's just a really good you, free game why don't you pick up a controller and play with them exactly right you know come on guys, because hey man guys who have gaming girlfriends too or gaming wives 
pick up the controller, try something new. Got um. Yeah, because uh, hey, Carolina plays with me. Yeah, she loves it. I remember when we when we first got together, she was like, didn't know much about video games, you know. She she kind of just like had the you know what what the typical uh, stigma is like you know I don't want I don't want to play um, I don't want my kids playing it but uh, what I the way I explained it to her was a video game is like because she she loves to read I'm like think about reading like uh, your favorite book but actually being in it and controlling the, physically controlling the character right right that's how I explained it and. Um, yeah, she started playing with with me, and um, I think the first game was you know Friday the Thirteenth, and I, you you recommended that game for me because your buddy was playing it and you downloaded it. Right. But um, that was that was like the first game uh, that she played, and yeah, she loved it, man. And um, that was that's it, man. That's history. Like you know, and, and we play together, you know, yeah. and it and it's awesome because then me and you get to spend a little more time uh, hanging out and stuff. And um, it's just a good thing, man. It really is. And, you know, people, you know, people just talk shit about it, you know, for no, no good reason. I mean, it's just I think it's bullshit. just salty-ass people. Uh, Deborah says, I'll be honest, I don't play, but if their relationship is crap, they can't blame the video game. That's just BS. Yeah, I agree. Like, you just, you can't blame the video game, you know. The, ah, I got me. Where is he? Uh, it's right on top of me. Drop I was about down. to drop that ceiling trap. I can't. He got me. Yeah. But yeah, don't don't blame don't blame the game. You know, it's it's like um, any anybody that. Uh, I fucked up. Uh, you got him though. Yeah, I thought somebody there's, else. Was there's shooting. another one. There's another one out there. Yeah, he's shooting. Someone's shooting. But yeah, don't don't blame the game because the relationship probably sucks anyway. Which is why he's not spending time with you because anybody, if, if you love somebody, you want to spend time with them, right? And, um, oh, bullshit. Seven. Gonna shoot somebody three fucking times. Seventh again. Lucky yeah. They need, seven. they need to put a hardcore mode on here, man. That's what they need to do. Yeah, I'm for tired, real. You know? But, yeah, but yeah, like, if you want to spend time with somebody, you'll – obviously, he doesn't want to spend time with you, so maybe there's an underlying reason. Maybe, maybe it's the way you guys interact with each other. Maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's his fault. Who knows? But uh, it, it's kind of interesting that – what is there? A petition out there, and there's like 500 signatures to ban the game. Yeah. Like, there's like millions of users that play Fortnite simultaneously. I don't care who you it's are. About three and a half million simultaneously. No petition is going to shut this game down, man. This game is on fire. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's not stopping. It's just not. And I, I get it. You know, you can't. Because what what's gonna happen when when he stops playing Fortnite and the relationship's still bad? What are you gonna blame then? You know. Well, she's gonna have to what's, blame herself, or she's gonna have to blame. No, she have did in the first nah, place. She won't blame herself. They won't blame themselves. It'll be something else. It'll be her, the friend, or the, you spend too much time talking to your mom, or you know, something like that. It's just <laughs> the game. The game's like you know, it's like the scapegoat. It's being blamed, but uh, hey, it's fun, man. I have a good time playing it, so that's what that's what I care about. Yeah, and that and that goes into the people that play PUBG too. Shut the fuck up! I'm tired of hearing the PUBG players. Oh, that's why that's why it'll never be as good as PUBG. Like, dude, how about they fucking release a game on PlayStation then? Release a fucking yeah, exactly. Release a free game on the PlayStation Store, 
and see if people play it just as much as Fortnite and enjoy themselves or shut the fuck up. Because it's not even on the format that a lot of people own fucking PlayStations. Actually, PlayStation's taking the lead back over again from Xbox 360 when they were fucking cruising. They came with the smaller fucking price. They came with the competitive graphics to the computers. And they, they, they're back, dude. PlayStation's back. And so this is what people like to play. And partially because PlayStation is really popular, they were able to succeed. If you think you could do the same, put out the game. Until then, be quiet. It's not the same exact game. And this game is yeah, free. It's not. This game is free, mind you. You don't have to pay for it. You pay for upgrades, which you don't even need to really win the game. And so I think it was a bold move by them. I think they're awesome. They keep up with the game, which is awesome because there's games that I've paid for where they don't even keep up with the fucking the patches the and servers in the servers and stuff like that. And so <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, so it's really refreshing. It's really refreshing to see a company put out something for free, first of all, and then have have down here. and then have the ability to make it better over time. And they do deserve all the hype that they're getting. And stop being a fucking hater. If you don't like it, just like anything else, move on to something else. Say you don't like it. But I see too many people. You're on a fucking Fortnite page dissing Fortnite. Like, get a life. What do you on the What do you on the page for? Yeah, what do you on the page? Fuck out of like here. The game. Like, you got a PUBG fucking hard on, and like, you're like you know, you got to. That's my man. I got to defend my man, baby. Oh, <laughs> you know, God. it's like it, it's fucking. It's stupid, and I hate that, and it's annoying. PUBG, I would love to play because, uh, you know, it, it is – it's a similar game. But the one thing I think in PUBG is you don't have to – I don't think you build, right, which right. is kind of a cool aspect in this game. Um, I don't build all that often, so I could kind of do without it. But the other thing is vehicles. You can drive vehicles. Right. And I, know you can, I know you can go prone in PUBG too, which adds a whole other element to the game. So, yeah, if it ever does come on PlayStation, for sure – I'm going to look into it, but it's, I don't think it's ever going to be as popular as Fortnite. Cause like you said, Fortnite's free, man. Anybody can get it. Anybody you can know? get it. And I'll, I'll check out the PUBG and I'll play both, man. And if they're both good, I'll play fucking both of them. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm always about, because that's the one thing I always liked about the Xbox 360 is that they did have some pretty sick arcade arcade games for the 360 and that I really enjoyed, but PlayStation's put out a couple bangers, um, like when they put out the, the uh, PES soccer, uh, when that's free and you're able to add people, um, they have the disc jam, they have this, um, they had that one plane game we used to play for like ever when the, when the PlayStation first Oh, came that, uh, that Resogun. Yeah, yeah Resogun well, that was, was nice. They, the, they main, st- the main reason was because that was the only fucking game we could play at the time. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was, it just came out, but, but, um, yeah, we, dude. What we were like fucking top twenty in the world one time. Remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, we were fucking. It was like number twelve or something like that. Yeah, I yeah. think I got. I still got it. I still got the picture of it. Yeah, we were like top twenty, yeah, or top post thirty, it. something like that. Um, we were killing it in that game. It was in the beginning too, so we were able to get right on it and shit. Uh, Deborah says uh, you can find ways to bond with people by learning about their interests. They'll most likely love to teach you all about it. Um, if we're, if I want more time, I'll go. And uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. Like you know, if you. Nine times out of ten, if you get invested in uh, somebody's uh, hobby, they're more than well they're more than welcoming to teach you, or they'll just tell you to get the fuck away, like or just yeah, let's go up you. here. But um, there's a, there's a lot <laughs> of couples that just here. don't get invested in their things because they're not used to doing it, and that's what that's what's about 
living life is like trying new you know, things and expanding your mind and getting to know each other. Because you know what, when the kids are gone and when you're older and, and you don't have your friends around because either they're dead or they can't <clears> travel or whatever, the person that you're married to is going to be the person that's going to be there with you. And part of being alive is still being in a social structure. And a lot of people oh, yeah. socially and then are behind it. There goes their health. And so a lot of people that are able to be social and do things they're, they're, they're more happier. And so they're able to live longer lives. So if you have a partner that likes, or is at least willing to participate and, and not just be like, Oh, okay, here we go again. But like, actually like, yeah, give yeah. It a fair shot, you, more you know likely, you're going to have a greater time, you know? Yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I'm going up this mountain to get up on okay. top here. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day, you know, like when you, when you uh, schedule dates and you know, like you want to go on a date night, it's like, you're trying to find something that your partner wants to do. I was thinking about this and like, you know, what might be a better option and it's go on a, go out on a date, but do something you want to do. Take turns. Like, you know, Hey, we're, we're going to go on this date, but it's going to be something I enjoy, but I want you to come with me. I want you to experience what I enjoy right. and vice versa. And, and let, let your significant other do that as well. You know, that way you're trying new things and you don't have the stress of worrying about, oh, are they going to like it? Uh, oh, are they going to enjoy it? No, you know what? You're going to enjoy it and they're going to enjoy it because you enjoy it. If, if you're a good couple, you know, that's meant to be together. I really believe that. And I was kind of thinking about like giving that a whirl, you know, maybe. I don't know. Dude, we'll see. that's a we'll great see. fucking idea. A, I think I might right? that myself. Yeah, no, that's fucking yeah. fantastic, dude. Yeah. Because Yeah, like like this this month or however often you have dates, like this month. We're going to do something I want to do, but no matter what you pick, we're going to do what you want to do, right? So and then you can't gives... poo-poo on it. That's the thing. You can't shit on it because, like, if, if you're there and you're moping and you're groping and you're doing all – oh, moping and groping. <laughs> moping and groping, groping and moping. Moping and groping. No, if he's uh, – if he or she is just kind of moaning and just, oh, I don't want to be here, then, it, then that just doesn't work. But, like, I think that goes – that's more deeper – that's like a deeper issue if that's the case, you know, cause you may not want to do something if you're forced to do it, but if you know that like, Hey, this is like, we're going to try this out. This is something new. You should come in there with a renewed spirit and just kind of be like, you know what, let me try something new, you know, no matter what it is, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. I, and, exactly. and you know what, you know, who else could use that fucking tip? There's a woman arrested for beheading her boyfriend. And, um, I almost forgot about this cause now we're, that we're talking about relationships yeah, um, a, a woman in West Virginia was arrested for beheading her boyfriend before telling cops, you have to take me back and let me get my heads. That's how hardcore this lady was. She said that you got to let me go get my heads. Like, no, dude, you're about to go to prison for fucking beheading people in West Virginia. And now you want to go back and get your heads. Mental health. Mental health. Bro, that's folks. crazy, man. That's mad crazy, dude. They should make a movie off this, dude. There's got to be a lifetime movie coming for this chick right here, man. You have to take me back and let me get my heads as they drove her away. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, dude. Heads? Like, what, does she have more than one? I, I think so, Jeez, man. I think, she's, man. I think she's piling bodies, man. And here's the thing, too. The thing that kills me about... Oh, literally. The thing that kills me about it is that... I... You're always thinking, right? When you see these stories, you're like, wow, that's crazy, man. That'll never happen to me. But you never know, dude. People never are crazy know, as fuck. Things change. 
you might wake up one day, your dick might be chopped off, you might be in a freezer somewhere, you might be missing your liver. Yo, like, oh, some, sometimes you hear some of the stories which freaks me out, right? It's like, you'll be like, oh, I was married to him for 25 years. This couple was here for 15 years. Nothing ever happened. They were the quietest, nicest people. All of a sudden, the whole family's murdered in the garage. You're like, what the fuck? Like, think of how many nights you spent with that person and, and nothing happened. Then all of a sudden, one night, something happened. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah, that is sick. That's wild. A lot of it usually has to do with like some kind of affair of some sort. Um, people just get crazy over that shit, dude. They can't control themselves. They call it like a, a crime of passion. Um, but dude, there is no crime of passion, dude. I don't care if a woman is getting double stuffed and she's my wife of the last 25 years. I am not going out and murdering people. I'm just going to move on and find a better peace, man. You know, just spread that caramel love out there and see what happens. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely. I'm definitely. Not it's not, it's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. I don't know what these fucking psychos are thinking. But then again, if you have the capability of chopping off people's heads and you know what, like I said, I think the most heinous thing of the whole fucking crime is not the fact that she chopped the head off. It's the fact that she said, let me go get my heads, please. Like I got, let me go collect it. (laughs) I got things. I got things. I got things to do today. Folks. Can you please take me back to my severed head so I can collect them to me? That is the most disturbing thing. Cause yeah, like, I mean, I could never behead somebody, but like, if let's just say you did, you're like, oh, fuck, I did it or whatever. There's got to be a moment of clarity after you do that shit. And this lady was like about to go to prison. They're driving away. And then she's like, oh, shit, I don't have my heads with me. What the fuck? What is he thinking right now? He, he told me he wanted my ID. I gave him my ID. He should have asked me for my heads. My heads are gone. Bring me back to my heads. This is That's fucking, disgusting. It's fucking wild, dude. It's uh, People are crazy. I mean, hey, love is crazy. You know, like we talked about, um, it's absolutely crazy. But, dude, that is an excellent fucking idea. I think everyone should, you know, put the notes down here. Here, Maybe we should do a section. Maybe we should come up with a section like, you know, um, like 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 60 seconds of love with Tank, baby. Ooh. Ooh, daddy. And then, like, you can just throw a tip out there once a week. That might be funny. We'll probably get into that. And there we go. That might be a lot of fun. But, yeah, Tank says, go on dates, okay? And do something you want to do. Everyone always wants to do what their partner wants to do to try to make them happy. Do what you want to do and say, hey, we're going to do what I want to do today. And you're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a great time. And then the next date is what we want to do. No matter, even even if it's getting our nails done, we're going to do it together and we're going to love each other. So that's a great tip. You see, Tank and Smitty, we're not just out here for some cheap laughs and and a bunch of curse words and a couple ball thrusts and grabs and all the stuff that we like to say and joking around. We also come out here giving advice, spreading love, (laughs) spreading that love. We want to, we want to spend, we want to spread this caramel, this caramel love all over you guys, you know, uh, mentally and physically, baby. So we, we're out, we're out here doing things, you know, and we appreciate you guys listening too. And we want, we want to, we want to talk to more people. Um, we're trying to figure out more ways to get out there. I think the next thing that we're going to do is we're going to try to video us actually playing so you can see us while we play and also hear us and then also have the podcast and like, get like this whole thing going. We want to be internationally known daddy. So like there's, we're out here having fun and, um, we really appreciate you guys jumping on, sharing all our stuff. By the way, Justin won the giveaway last week. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to be sending a picture to Justin. He wants to throw his painting um, back into the pot 
um, that that what that usually means is your lady's not going to let you hang a painting up in the house. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Um, so, hey, man, we we're just talking about that. You know, you got to do. You know, you, you gotta you gotta share you this relationship experience. You can't get you can't get in the drawing to win a painting in a photograph, and then when you win the painting said photograph. Then be like, oh, no, just throw it back in the pile. We know what that means, baby. But listen, we're going to do it. So we're going to do another giveaway next week. So share episode 24, okay, Um, either through YouTube, so Practice Space Films. So YouTube.com slash Practice Space Films. You should be subscribed already if you're listening right now. If not, subscribe, hit that little play button, and share that on your page. And just tell us where it's at so we could find it, we could verify it. Or if you're on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash practice based films, just tag us and or just let us know, hey man, I shared it, and we'll add you in the drawing. And Tom, if you don't know, Tank, if you don't know, he's he's a amateur painter. He's coming into his own really cool stuff. Um, let's get in here. We're doing giveaways, you know, and then who knows if this goes well, then we're gonna do giveaways okay. for um I'll get it. Uh, we're going to do giveaways for like gift cards and stuff as time goes on and get more people signed up. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Appreciate you guys for signing on. Uh, Tank, is there anything else you want to say? Nope. Just, uh, yeah, Justin, thanks. We get to do another, another giveaway. Sorry that uh, <laughs> your girl won't let you hang that painting. But, hey, it's going to get it's going to get given to another person. But you, you're not going to be in that drawing next time. You see, but, this is uh, how we'll know if he's listening to because he'll say something like, no, dude, it's not even like that. See, see, this is a double test now, Justin, if you're listening, because I'm going to ask him too later in the week. Did you listen to the episode? He'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to it. Like, oh, yeah. Did you? Did you now? <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you? Did you now? But um, no, we appreciate you, Justin, because you're always listening. You're always sharing our page. Uh, we love you, man. We really appreciate that. Same with Deborah and Carolina and Laura and all these other people that are sharing our pages. We've got James, a bunch of different people. That these are rockets. We're getting more people. We've been doing this almost six months. We started off with zero people. Now we have some people that listen all the time and share our stuff and like our stuff. So we really appreciate that. We want to continue that with you guys and keep it going. If there's any suggestions. Oh, by the way, too, I just want to throw a shout out to the Flack podcast who always likes to share our stuff and talk about us. We're actually one of their podcasts. I still haven't had a chance to listen to it. I've been kind of busy uh, rolling up till today, but I'm going to check that out. Mr. Torres, thank you very much. Oh, the Flack Podcast, I think you can find them on Facebook and YouTube and all that as well. And I'm going to hit him with that Get rocket shot. daddy and see what happens. And then um, I really appreciate that, guys, for you listening. So Late, late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty, episode 24. You know, I don't want to leave, though. I don't want to end the episode. Nah, let's... Let's keep going, man, because we're gonna win this match. We got ten people yeah. left. We could just let's let's ride it out. I gotta hold up, hold up. I got I got something here for you. I got a right here. Come here. I got a I got a forest fire over here. For people that are watching right now, things are getting real serious. So it might get quiet. We're gonna do an extension on the late night cipher with Tank and Smitty right now. Because I don't want to get off. I like talking to you guys. I like the interaction. If you guys are still there, don't forget about us. Keep interacting. I definitely want to keep interacting with you guys. I'm feeling good. And uh, Get this guy over here. Oh, he got me. He sniped me. All right, back up. Back up. Stay still. I think there's a guy with a shotgun. I think so, too. Just hold on. Just stay still. I'm reviving Tank right now if you're listening on the anchor. He's right app. behind me. He's above you. No. He's about to blast you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good Dang. night. Good night. We are done. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it.
it's crushing. Now I want to leave. Now it's time to end the podcast. Now we're now we're out of here. Yeah, now now we're gonna end it. <laughs> Tank and Smitty, appreciate you guys checking in. It's been fun. Share our shit. Let us know. We love you. Good night. Peace. Good night. Good night. Good night.